Father, I pray for all of those who are reaching low points in their lives, very low points. And I pray that they will now look up to you, be so low in this life that they can only look up, not to the left, not to the right, but up. And may the temptation of self-destruction that is implanted in the minds of people, even your people in this world, not be an option. Knowing that we have the opportunity to overcome this world by your power and grace through your Son and blessed Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Romans 15, 29. And I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. I read today that Paul was indeed gospelled. And you are about to get gospelled in today's episode, so I pray that you will stick around. By the dip, they say. Just think, the Judas dip to hell only cost 30 pieces of silver. We read in Isaiah 36, 12. But Rob Shekah said, Hath my master sent me to thy master and to thee to speak these words? Hath he not sent me to the men that sit upon the wall that they may eat their own dung and drink their own piss with you? People are going to have to figure out very soon. They are going to have to understand, including those who call themselves Christians, that this flesh feeds upon the dung and the piss of this world, which are the ups and downs of this life to include its own destruction. But I'm telling you this, my friends, you can eat your own dung and drink your own piss if you want. But as for me, I am dining with the Lord. Meanwhile, the casinos stonk and crypto traders are like, please, Lord Fed, pump the stonks with another trill, please. Galatians 6, 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Why do you think so many are publicly posting their thoughts of suicide? Because they have lost all in today's crypto and stock markets that are geared for the casino house to always win. So quit bowing before Lord Fed and start bowing before the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a fearful thing to be left in this world alone. In this world without God, it's a fearful thing. Numbers 14, 43, for the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you and you shall fall by the sword because you have turned away from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord will not be with you. That is a fearful thing to think upon the fact that it is very well that God has left this country and the reason that America is a casualty of Ephesians 6 is because America does not believe in Ephesians chapter 6. Because I'm here to tell you, we are in a spiritual war. Ephesians 6, 10 through 17, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Is this not an evil day? 
having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darkness of the wicked. Did you hear that, my Christ friends? The shield of faith will quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now it seems that many read and they blow past this passage as if it was just mere poetry written on a long-forgotten wall. And instead, what do they hear from this world? By the dip, they say, which is the title of today's episode number 132, By the Dip. All I know is this, we are dipping all right as a nation and culture, that is for sure, dipping all the way to hell. Meanwhile, the Savior, Messiah Trump, posts memes of himself on Truth Social of all names of him being a king. Now, can the Lord forgive this ignorance, this stupidity, the sins of this nation? Of course he can. If leaders will seek him humbly with repentance. Numbers 14.9, pardon, I beseech thee the iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy. And as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt even until now, the Lord is rich in his forgiveness and mercy. May we trust in him today. But wicked legislation must be repealed. And then Numbers 14, 20, and the Lord said, I have pardon according to thy word. So as Trump posts memes of himself being a king, I would like to ask king of what? Because if indeed he is the MAGA king that he boasts himself to be, why do I read from a man by the name of Cernovich who says this? He says, you have a primary where you have somebody, Kathy, who was original MAGA. That was a hard thing to be right. In 2016, when it was very, very hard to be a Trump supporter, she was before he won the primary. When he won, she's been there from day one. And then what does Trump do? Oh, I'll endorse the TV guy, right? Who votes in elections of foreign countries and supports lockdowns. And it does a video where shoot the gun and you're thinking this guy ever held a gun before. Oh, but now he's a Second Amendment guy. He did a trans kid special 12 years ago. Just get real. So as much as you got to worry about the left. Attacks on the left, I think that a lot of his discipline within the conservative movement is lacking. You need to just say like you don't endorse Dr. Oz when you have someone else at this caliber who you can endorse. And this is a problem that I find myself very often getting attacked for saying things that should be obvious to people. It is obvious, Cernovich. I don't know where your stand is before Christ. I pray that you too would humble yourselves before Almighty God, but what you have stated is obvious. Warren on Gab says, in my opinion, a dual citizen should have to renounce their other citizenship in order to run for any American political office. Now, this has come to be a topic of discussion considering Dr. Oz is a dual citizen. 
as far as I know, unless he has renounced this citizenship since. Now, I recruited for the Army for 12 years, and even new officers had to renounce dual citizenship to become an officer in the Army. So why don't these political, these politicians have to do the same? Cernovich goes on, he says, when you look at Marxism, whether it's in Cambodia or China, or during the Spanish so-called revolution, that's a whole other historical farce that, that, we're, that we've been taught, he concluded. He says communism is anti-Christian and genocidal, and that's what's left in America is pushing genocide against Christians. Get it together, people, and that's what's coming. That's why I say hedge up your faith, because it's our faith that's going to be able to dodge all of the fiery darts of the wicked, not buying the dip that's being sold to us every day. As they give us, give the sheeples a Scooby snack and then take their lunch from them. I wonder why they had no lunch to pay their bills. People are claiming that they're going to commit suicide because they lost their house and everything. So all I have to say is that Trump may be your king if you choose to idolize him, but I serve no other king but Jesus, King Jesus. And you can take this dip, which is a bow to the eternal bank. In order for America to repent, we must be reduced to sackcloth and ashes, not meme ourselves as kings. There's only one king, King Jesus. Isaiah 37, 1, and it came to pass when... King Hezekiah heard it that he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. Do not confuse the house of the Lord with the houses of these gods in this nation called America because there is a God in this nation called America. But I'll tell you this, it's not the God of the Bible. Which God do you believe rules America? Well, I can't tell you that. But I know it's not the God of the Bible. It's not my God. Isaiah 37, 12. Have the gods of the nations delivered them, which my fathers have destroyed, as Gozan and Haran, Rezvath, and children of Eden, which were in Telesar, the gods of the nations. For some reason, our culture has reduced the Lord to a mere rabbit's foot. So whatever you want to call that God, he's got rabbit's feet. Numbers 14, 44 through 45, but they presumed to go up unto the hilltop. Nevertheless, the ark of the covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp. Then the Amicalites came down and the Canaanites, which dwelt in the hill and smote them and discomfited them even unto Hormah. You could parade around the ark of the covenant if you want, but if you do not bow to the God of that covenant, you are doomed. Again and again and again, my friends, the Lord is not your lucky rabbit's foot. How long do you suppose that God will allow such mockery? The Lord will only take so much, and history proves this fact. Numbers 14, 27. How long shall I bear this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. God will not be mocked. He hears the mockery. He sees the mockery. He smells the mockery. And guess what? It stinks. It stinks like that same piss and dung which so many feed upon today. 
Isaiah 37, 23, Whom hast thou reproached and blasphemed? Against whom hast thou exalted thy voice and lifted up thine eyes on high, even against the Holy One of Israel? No, my friend, he is not a rabbit's foot. The Antichrist God of this world are the rabbit's feet at best. The Antichrist gods are the rabbit's feet. He alone, our God and our King, is the strength and victory we need to overcome this spiritual war that is ignored and mocked today. The gods of the nations are nothing but disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, which are also known today as demons. Their fathers are the fallen angels, with their father being Satan. Isaiah 36, 20, Who are they among all the gods of these lands? They have delivered their land out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand. And all I'm here to tell you, my friends, is never negotiate with demons, period. Without the strength and victory of the Lord, we are left to the dark forces that want to destroy us. And sometimes all this entails is just putting a simple rope in our hands to do the work for these demons. And without God, all that is left in this dark and cold world is the fallen angels and demonic influence that we are seeing today. These same fallen angels were called sons of God. In Genesis chapter 6 and verse 4, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Here we see the giants, the Nephilim, were the offspring of the sons of God, these fallen angels and women. We read about these same fallen angels in the book of Job, chapter 1 and verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. These sons of God were the fallen angels, with Satan being the chief fallen angel. So yes, my friends, we are in a spiritual war. And some say, Andrew, why do you preach so much doom and gloom? Because the Lord speaks much doom and gloom with a gracious warning to all who will listen about his coming wrath and his pending judgment for refusal to repent, for refusal to humble ourselves with the spirit of sackcloth and ashes. Numbers 14, 28 through 29, saying to them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in my ear, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. So I'm here to tell you, my friend, if you want to drink piss and eat dung, you will soon lie by it in the wilderness as your carcass rots. Maybe God has been having me preach doom and gloom because he's trying to tell us to get ready for doom and gloom. Do you think that I gained popularity from this type of preaching or something? I don't. Preacher Jeff replies, the church needs to hear this and live their profession of faith. Christians must stop compromising. Look where it has gotten us. Preach the truth, brother, he says. Amen, my brother. I pray for you to do the same because we must admonish others with the knowledge of the scriptures that we have, which is a warning. We're commanded to do so. Romans 15, 14, And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that you also are full of goodness. 
filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. If we don't warn the people who will. The fact is, there is no hope outside of God. There is no hope outside of the King Jesus. I don't care how many dips you buy in this world. Romans 15, 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope through the power of Holy Ghost. And I'm here to tell you, my friend, you may be in the lowest dip of your life, but Jesus Christ is standing by with the hope that you need. Can you imagine if the message of Jesus Christ and his word word called the Bible did not exist? Can you imagine if he did not stand by during the lowest dips in our life? Romans 15, 4, and whatsoever things were written afore time were written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Through the scriptures that we might have hope. More and more devastated even unto the suicide talk that I've mentioned as these financial markets and casinos collapse. And I pray that many will see the Lord standing by, ready to give them comfort and to console them with his peace through the scriptures. What would the dip of hell look like right now without this hope? Man, would it be depressing and dark. People must know that there is hope in Jesus Christ. We must pray for each other to rest in this same hope as Christians too. Real Native American sees the positive in this and says, what an amazing time to be alive. Everything is lining up for the fulfillment of the prophecies and revelation. Isaiah, Daniel, Ezekiel, to name a few, look up. Redemption draws near. This person, this brother or sister in Christ knows exactly where to look. Not to the left, not to the right, but up. We fight for souls as we resist the attacks from the Antichrist and those who are deceived by the same, even those who call themselves Christians. Romans 15, 30-31, Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints. Paul faced the same things that we face today as believers. He went into Judea where they said, Why believe in Christ? That is not a reality. Well, maybe when all that is Antichrist becomes your reality, you will reconsider. Pray for our faithful laborers to warn and preach the good news. If it were not for the prayers of the remnant, we would have already been destroyed. Isaiah 37, 4, It may be the Lord thy God will hear the words of Rabshakeh, whom the king of Assyria, his master, have sent to reproach the living God, and will reprove the words which the Lord thy God hath heard. Wherefore, lift up thy prayer for the remnant that is left. There is always a remnant in Christ that remains, that has the spirit of Almighty God. Numbers 14, 24, But my spirit, Caleb, because he hath another spirit with him, and hath followed me fully. Him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. And my question, my friends, are you following him fully? Because I hate to break it to you, the days of head will demand nothing less than full service unto the king. It's going to be filled with disturbing news. 
that will try to bring us down and distract us from the hope that we have in Christ. You may have received some disturbing news even today. And all I'm going to tell you is take it before the Lord. Ask the brethren to pray with you. Isaiah 37, 14, and Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up unto the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Spread it before God, my friends. I don't care what you're facing in this antichrist life and world. Spread it before God. Hezekiah's prayer in Isaiah 37, 15 through 20, and Hezekiah prayed unto the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, that dwellest between the cherubims. Thou art the God, even thou alone. Of all the kingdoms of the earth, thou hast made heaven and earth. Incline thy ear, O Lord, and hear. Open thine eyes, O Lord, and see and hear all the words of Sennacherib, which have sent to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste all the nations and their countries and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were no gods but the work of men's hands. Wood and stone, therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord, our God, save us from his, from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art Lord, even thou only. We got to get back to the word and prayer. The best way for our eyes not to go whoring and to, and to be always be distracted and, and lured to buy the dips to hell. We must put our eyes and keep our eyes upon the word of God. Numbers 15, 39 through 40, and it shall, shall be unto you for a fringe that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and that you seek not after your own heart and your own eyes, which you use to go a whoring, that you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy unto your God. We're going to have to establish some zero tolerance the world in our walk with the Lord. We read about such zero tolerance as the law was established in the camp of Israel today. Numbers 15, 32 to 36. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the Sabbath day. And they that found him gathering sticks brought him unto Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation. And they put him in a ward because it was not declared what should be done to him. And the Lord said to Moses, The man shall be surely put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. And all the congregation brought him without the camp and stoned him with stones. And he died as the Lord commanded. Moses, the law is brutal. And the demand of law is death. As the law was being established within the camp, there was a man who felt that he was above this law and death. He felt that he was above the mercy and grace of Christ. And then the camp obeyed the Lord and put the man to the death with zero tolerance so that this rebellious cancer would not grow and destroy the camp. And unless this cancer is cut off through Christ, then we too will see this nation be reduced to ashes if we do not voluntarily become ashes with humility and humbleness before God Almighty. Here we see that there was a contempt against God. There was a man who did not live by faith. It was only contempt. He felt that he was above the law. Verse 30 through 31, but the soul that doth 
ought presumptuously, whether he be born in the land or, or stranger, the same reproach to the Lord, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Because he hath despised the word of the Lord and hath broken his commandment, that soul shall utterly be cut off. His iniquity shall be upon him. And I'm here to tell you, friends, you will bear your iniquity without Jesus Christ. But the good news is this. Jesus died for all. He even died for our sins of ignorance. Verse 27, And if any soul sin through ignorance, then he shall bring a she-goat of the first year of the sin offering. But I'm here to tell you, we're running out of she-goats because America is without excuse. There's a church on every major corner in this country. We are without excuse. Numbers 14 and 11, The Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? How long will be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? We have ignored these signs. We have ignored these, these blessings. We have ignored this peace for the dips to hell. And therefore, in verse 12, we read, I will smite them with pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. And all I know is this. They're talking about it again today. They're bringing it up in the news that the pestilence, pestilence hasn't gone away. The rhetoric has continued to billow and to grow. We see in other lands it's coming to America. So here we see the check of pestilence. We see the check of disinheritance. As this nation has become a reprobate nation, and it's only a matter of time before a greater nation destroys this country called America. So we need to get it right now. Otherwise, it's going to take generations that the Lord tarries to recover. Yes, God forgives sin, but the scars remain for a long time. Numbers 14, 18, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. We must remember this. We must remember that even if this nation refuses to repent, that you and I are not bringing the kingdom of God to earth. You and I are being brought to the kingdom of God. And we must Preach the word of God to all who will listen so that they will be brought with us. Romans 14, 17, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So we might as well bow to the king now, my friends. Put aside the dips to hell and start dipping ourselves before the kings with bows of humility and humbleness. And all I have to say is this. Those who refuse, such as the Antichrist, let them have their billions as they seek to finance their Antichrist utopia. I see a breaking 9-11 post on Twitter. House approves $40 billion in additional aid to Ukraine. Bill heads, bill heads to the Senate. I also saw another post where baby formula, which cannot be barely found in America, is being packaged up and sent to Ukraine. I also read Andrew Torba's post. He says he posts a screenshot that reads news, Russia-Ukraine war. Zelensky says he wants Ukraine to become a big Israel. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says the main issue for Ukraine after Russia's invasion ends will be security. <laughs> I want to become a big Israel. He says if you're paying attention, Torba says, it's difficult to see why the billions 
keep flowing to. It isn't difficult to see why the billions keep flowing to Ukraine, he says. No, it's not difficult at all. Kind of like what the Cernovich says about the obviousness of, of it all. But all I know is that Jesus said this, my friends. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, whither neither moth, moth nor rust do corrupt, and where thieves do not break nor steal. Matthew 6, 20, 620. So let them have their billions. Because you can't buy peace anyways, my friends. You will never find peace in buying the dip to hell. But you will find peace in bowing before the King of Kings. And therefore, Paul ends his letter to the Romans. And this is what I will end today's episode with. Romans 15, Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Psalm 132. Lord, remember David in all his afflictions. How he swear unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of Jacob, Surely I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to mine eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find out a place for the Lord. Inhabitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard of it at Ephratah. We found it in the fields of the wood. We will go into his tabernacles. We will worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into thy rest. Thou and thy ark of thy strength, let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord hath sworn in truth unto David, he will not turn from it. Of the fruit of the body will I set upon thy throne. If thy children will keep my covenant and my testimony that I shall teach them, their children shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. For the Lord hath chosen Zion, he hath desired it for his habitation. This is my rest forever, here will I dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision, I will satisfy her poor with bread, I will also clothe her priest with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to bud. I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. His enemies will I clothe with shame, but upon himself shall his crown flourish. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.